Hello everyone. Hello everybody. We are back again. Yes, and this time we want to share on our trip uh, in Los Angeles uh, earlier this year. This was our second trip there. We initially had gone to LA last year mm-hmm. as part of a West Coast trip. And we had spent two weeks there back in 2016. And we had met wonderful people, mm-hmm. including a, a lady. And that was actually a funny story how we met her. We happened to be visiting um, veterans uh, at the VA hospital. Yes. You remember that, right? And one of them <laughs> uh, was an interesting character. Miss Lashona. Hi, yeah. Miss Lashona. <laughs> we were praying for a man. Uh, he was in the bed. And uh, what was his name again? He was a trip. Yeah, he, uh, Mr. X. Mr. X. And he had actually been a dancer on Soul Train mm-hmm. as well as a uh, veteran. And he was telling us about all his little moves and even showed us a video of how he used to get down. And y'all, when I tell y'all Mr. X used to get down, he was getting down. <laughs> and um, we started praying for him. We just laid hands on him and Holy Spirit was moving. And then Lashana come peeking her head through and said, I knew that was Holy Spirit moving. I could feel the Holy Spirit moving from anywhere. And that is how we got introduced and met her. And she has literally become family <laughs> to us now in the ministry. And so... Yes, we went back again to touch up with her and her son, who is officially my brother in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Brian, what's up, Brian? Shout out to you. (laughs) My brother from another mother. And uh, yeah, that's how we got back to L.A. But we Mm -hmm. got a whole nother podcast on that. And you guys check that out. Um, That is our L.A. 2016 Mm -hmm. our L.A. 2016 podcast. And that'll give you more details about that. But going forward, that's how we met them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now we're basically discussing what happened uh, on our trip earlier this year in 2017 when we went to uh, Las Vegas. We decided to spend a weekend in Los Angeles. And uh, we're thankful to Brian because he was the one who welcomed us. And housed us. Mm-hmm. And he made a way. And he was a wonderful host, y'all. Mm-hmm. I, mu- I must say, Brian is a wonderful host. <laughs> and uh, I think he's single, looking oh, to, Lord. you know, put a ring on it. So, you know, yeah, I got I to, gotta, you know, he, he available. Ladies, hit me up. You know my information. <laughs> oh, brother. Anyways, Brian, that should not surprise you. Uh, but this young man uh, is, has amazing testimony as well. Um, but hopefully at some point we'll get him on and he'll be yeah, able to share it himself yeah. instead of us you know, talking about it on his behalf. Actually, that now that she said that, that's been a good idea. We're actually going to get him on and have him testify yeah. uh, on one of our podcasts because his testimony is absolutely beautiful. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful testimony. Um, and once again, he is single. He is a little short. But... <laughs> I may edit this. No, do not edit that. He already knows. because right He already knows. He's it's a little short. But if you are 5'4 and shorter, oh holla at me and maybe I'll connect y'all. Because he, 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 listen, he too short for a tall woman, honey. That's not... Hey. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's, let's, let's get back. Let's get back. Because that's a lot. That's a lot right now. That's a lot. All right. Uh, Anyways, uh, Los Angeles. So we came in on a Saturday. We drove from uh, Las Vegas, drove to L.A., met with Brian. Yes. And uh, had a good uh, lunch with him. We spent the night. We got in at night. 
Uh, we got in that morning? Yes, girl. Oh, we did get in During the day. Okay. We had brunch. Then he surprised his mom because he had not told his mom that, that we, we were coming. we were coming. Yes. And so we met. And the thing is with his mom, I found so funny. is She connected with us. And she was like, you guys better stay in touch. But I don't think she really expected us to really come back that soon and pop mm-hmm. up on her like that. So when uh, she was on the husband. I mean, on the husband. She was on the harbor. With her husband, honey, and they had the car parked, looking at the water. They was kicking and doing their thing, and so then Brian contacts her, and we creep up behind the car and pop up on her, and she's screaming and yelling and hugging us, and her and her husband. Well, you know they, you know we kind of interrupted their plans because they was having a little romantic setting for themselves, and it was just so nice. And she was like, you know, you guys, we gotta get together at the church and eat, and just got things set up which we'll talk about mm-hmm. further on in the story but yeah it was wonderful meeting her mm-hmm. again yeah and actually we were itching to go back to skid row Ooh, boy. yeah that that was a, a major major discovery uh the first time we had gone to and she's LA. the reason we found out about skid yeah. row actually the show told, told us, told us yeah. about it yes yeah and so going there i mean we pressed brian <laughs> okay tonight we're hitting skid row now for you to have an, uh, an idea of what skid row is it's in downtown la um Man, I call it the beginning of the end and the end of the beginning. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I I mean, it's one of these, you know, and it's sad, you know. um, However, there's a lot of promise. There are a lot of ministries working there. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first time we had gone there, we we discovered a lot of things, a lot of uh, drug addiction, drug dealings. And the thing is, a lot of the social help has been concentrated in one area, which is downtown L.A. So instead of it being dispersed in different areas of Los Angeles, uh, people tend to go to the same central area. That makes it something to behold. So oh, it, I mean, it, it's, it's turned it's into the, the hot, it's a yeah. market. Yeah. It's a hot yeah. spot and a market for social help, yeah. crack, uh, whatever drugs you want to get. You get all that in one so you can get your food stamps, sell your food stamps, use the money that you use for your food stamps, sell that, get crack, yeah. uh, get a tent. You know what I'm saying? Take a little bit of that money, have some groceries, have some crack, have a tent, you're good to go. And you get that social help, everything right there. So you basically, it's just a hub of just uh, some old craziness, y'all. It's a hub of craziness. Mm. Seriously. Because uh, we're feeding them the money. They're killing themselves with the money. And they're staying there, but just giving them more and more and more and more to kill themselves. Mm. And and another setting of it is if, let's just say, for you to you know, have a full uh, understanding of it. Um, if let's just say a family uh, is out of their home mm-hmm. uh, and they're looking for help, they're going to be sent to Skid Row. Most mm-hmm. likely they will be sent there because this is where the help is, supposedly. So when they get there, they get the help, but then there's a temptation of drugs and so many other things that can get them to a place that they did not even start with. So that's another way that a lot of people get stuck there. Uh, some come out, and actually we had met a couple of people who, uh, who actually come out and, and actually go back and minister to people so that they can come out too. Yeah. But the concentration of poverty and drugs at, at its optimum, it's, 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 yeah, Skid Row, man, you smell it. You smell it in the air. Uh, you arrive there. If you see liquid on the ground, it's, it, you know, it's not water. Prostitution it's, there. We done seen pimp, pimps got tents out there, yeah. gator boots, yeah. suit on, hat. And a tent yeah. with his woman, his 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 main chick with him, mm. 
in a tent. Yes. Yeah, so in a dog. Yeah. They got a little chihuahua. I remember mm-hmm. that. That was oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not a joke. It's no, not a joke. No. You she know, it's real. Yeah. And that that an area. And and the thing is, so for example, again, if you walk down New York City, you may see maybe 10% of the population. Um, quote unquote homeless, maybe they're asking for money or they, they're living from shelter to shelter to shelter or from place to place. That may be about 10%. Uh, in Skid Row, uh, that 10% are people who actually have a home, mm-hmm. meaning that 90% are literally on the streets. Mm-hmm. Now, there are a lot of shelters there. Uh, again, there's a lot of help there, but it is true that a lot of it is not being used because, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you, uh, especially if you're drug addicted, you kind of want to do your own thing. So you may not want to wake up at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. as you would be requested to in a shelter. And that's what we've literally heard first account stories from ministries and, 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 and to where they would say, oh, we have about 100 beds available tonight that are free and vacant. No, because they don't want the beds. Yeah. They want to, to get up when they get up. And they want to yeah. smoke what they want to smoke. They yeah. can't do those things and be in a shelter. You have to follow rules, okay? And you, they don't want to follow rules. So you know what they do? They get a tent. Yeah, that's the rough part. Yeah. So the help is available. Some of them do use it. Uh, a lot of it's abused. Lot, yeah. More of it's yeah. abused than used. Yeah. Let's just be yeah. real about it. Yeah. More of it's abused than used. And mm. uh, that's just what it is with Miss Skid mm. So anyway, going back into uh, the trip. So we... Uh, we knew. I mean, we all, me, Edmay, and Jessica had a specific agenda to hit Skid Row after seeing Brian and everything. And so, seeing as he was hosting us, which was kind of a foolish idea because I don't know how he thought he was going to just host us. We was going to go out on the streets. He was going to stay home, keep the house warm. And then maybe when we get back, he serve us some tea and biscuits. Psych! He was like, listen, buddy, you are coming with us. Brian looked at us uh, cross-eyed like we were half stupid and retarded. Um, so I had to say it again and aggressively. And he did go ahead and come along. Yeah, I mean, at first he... <laughs> Unwillingly. He, he kind of tried to... Um, nah, he was trying to get up out of there. Yeah. He was he trying to get up wanna, out of there. He didn't want to come. And he did say he didn't feel like it was his calling, which again, this is a response. Typical, yeah. typ- typical, typical response from a Christian who just don't want to do their job. Because if you claim Jesus is Lord, that is your calling. Uh, uh, ministering the gospel is your calling. Yeah. If you claim Jesus. So ain't no such thing as, oh, that's not my calling. That's not my, my gift or that's, that's not, not my vocation. My... Hey, you, you read the Bible, you claim Jesus is Lord, right? So yes, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the whole point. Okay, so, you know, that was just a little excuse, but we got him up, we got him up, we shook him up out of that real quick. And, and with a little uh, aggressiveness, I won't lie, but A, A, it happens. So, <laughs> he came along, and the turnout, y'all, was yeah. phenomenal. So, what we'll do, we'll start from the top, right, Emmy? So, what happened when we first so got So, as soon there? as we arrived, we parked the car, and we stayed on that same corner almost the whole time. Um, as soon as we saw people, it, it really felt like people were actually waiting mm. to be ministered to. It really felt that way. Yes, it did. Every single person we spoke, we didn't even move from that block. No. We stayed in that corner. Yes. And people came, some people were already sitting down and we started to lay hands on people and pray with not almost zero introduction. Um, and we did yeah. pray first. We actually yeah. prayed in the, in the car, car first. Yes. 
before we got started yes. and um that was that was good really mm-hmm. really good for Brian to mm-hmm. kind of just get comfortable mm-hmm. and I think he led the prayer mm-hmm. just to kind of get him open and get him feeling mm-hmm. like he was no longer in the world but now we're stepping into the the, the holy realm which mm-hmm. we should be there at all times mm-hmm. but it's always good to remind yourself and and to get with the Lord really quick before you do that and I mean as soon as we stepped out the car you guys we didn't leave the block like I may said mm-hmm. because as soon as we stepped out we had our Bibles in our hand mm-hmm. we ready going for it laying hands and we asked people for prayer I mean maybe one person denied us mm-hmm. but for the most part they were wanting prayer they were mm-hmm. wanting Bibles and wanting the gospel mm-hmm. and uh, one specific encounter was with a man who had strayed away from the Lord and uh, started to talk to him and I recall him lifting his hands and as I was sharing with him, Brian was standing there and watching, and he offered to lead him to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that young man followed Brian as Brian was leading him uh, in terms of what to say and how to pour his heart to the Lord. And I was somewhat taken aback because that young man, half an hour prior, didn't want to go. Didn't want to come. And he was already leading someone to the Lord, and this was one. Uh, actually, of multiple people that night uh, that received the Lord, yeah. And, yeah. And, and he uh, led two mm-hmm. people, two people specifically that night to, to the Lord. Lord. Two. Yeah. Two. Which I, which for him, I'm gonna be honest. I was gonna say it at the end, but I'm about to just mm-hmm. say now. Uh, after the whole situation, Brian said to me, he said, "Wow, it just felt so different being out with you guys because I felt." I didn't feel like I had to wait on a certain person to tell me this was okay. Mm -hmm. I had to Mm -hmm. wait for someone to tell me I can speak about this. It was just such a freedom, Mm -hmm. a freedom to minister. And I never, I didn't know that you could do that Mm -hmm. outside of the church. I didn't know that that type of atmosphere can be outside of the church. And so for him, he's thinking he got to dress a certain way. He's thinking he's got to be, he's got to put his church man on. To, to, to go out in the streets and minister. And I and, and the Lord showed him being out in the streets with us was, no, you don't have to put your church hat on or this, that, and the other. You just go. That's what the Lord says to do, go. And and for Brian, it was really, it, 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 he flourished, you guys mm-hmm. out there. He really flourished. Yeah. He really flourished. And yet again, he proved, because as, as we saw him minister, it was him in Christ. He didn't try and be somebody and else. He wasn't no fake no. swag. It wasn't, you know, and that was the greatest thing. And we had experienced that prior to where we'd take people along. And once they saw the freedom with which they could minister, things that were seated in them, planted in them, would come forth. Yes. In a way that you're like, wait a minute. All this time this was sitting in you and people realized what they have in Christ. Yeah. That's one of the most beautiful things. Yes. And I, I believe that this is probably one of the things that the Lord has called us to do is to get people in positions where they can open up in Christ and let out what has been planted in them to bless the world with for the kingdom. Yeah. And that was, again, beautiful and a confirming because, again, yet again, confirmed, you know, uh, that we all have. We are all ministers of reconciliation. Yeah. If you have been reconciled to Christ by de- definition this is now who you are mm-hmm. you are therefore one that can minister that reconciliation to somebody else this is not a special calling this is not a special purpose no nope. this is what every single believer is built to do and god places that seed yes. in you yes for you to even become a believer yes that seed has to be placed yes. in you at some point yeah so 
everyone is called to do it. Everyone. 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 And he did it with such an ease. Uh, it was amazing to see. Yes, definitely. Like, and, I, and I'll say this. Brian, you'll beat me up later, but I don't care. No, you know, really. Brian likes to be, he don't want to be no dork. Brian don't want to be no square. Oh, what oh, man oh. wants to be a dork or a square? So Brian has this demeanor to where he's just trying to stay cool. He just, Brian just want to be cool. Oh, Jesus. Hey. You're putting that stuff on Hey, Brian just want to be cool. But you know what? The cool, the coolest I've ever seen Brian is when he was ministering <laughs> that gospel. I'm telling you something right now from experience. Emmett, you can vouch for me, girl. You want to see a man full of some swag. You want to see a man full of some authority. You want to see a man full of all ounce of man God made him to be. Watch the minister the gospel. Mm. And not no fake doing what you think you're supposed to do. Hip the hoo bop preaching. <laughs> no, none of that. But truly coming from the heart, ministering what they know and what they believe, coming from what thus says the Lord. You watch a man do something like that, honey, you'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. You'll never be the same. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And seeing Brian do that. That's probably the best I've ever seen, Brian, mm-hmm. in, in, in his in his personality, mm-hmm. because I believe that's his natural nature, ministering the gospel. Just the same way with me. You know, I can, I can talk about idle things and be talking about some old Rudy Pooh, but you're not going to get the fullness of who I am mm-hmm. because I'm not acting in what God made me to be. I'm mm-hmm. just being Bev. But when I'm being God's daughter, mm-hmm. Bev, it's a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. It's just levels to this. Mm-hmm. So seeing Brian in that... In that moment, it was just like, wow, look at him go. Look at him go. And he just, he got with it. He had no choice but to get with it, but he enjoyed it. He enjoyed himself. That's the best part. He Whatever he was expecting to be boring, we can honestly say, uh, if he was here, he would agree to. We had a good time doing what we did. It was fun. Mm-hmm. So that was the blessing. Yes. And among the people that we were privileged to minister to, uh, recall it, a, a man actually, uh, and you know, drugs don't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> so on them That's streets, you have uh, white, black, black, white, Hispanics, Asians, you name it. And I was that man that was actually white sitting there. And he was, he was desperate. He wanted to be out of Skid Row. He was really, he saw a spray for people and he kept saying, I want to be out of here. I want to be out of here. I really want to be out of here. And and I asked him, but where do you want to go? He said, well, I want to, I want to go to Dallas, where I'm from. I want to go back home. I have my son there, and I just, I just want to go back. Mm. And I thought of it for a second and went along and prayed for others and then discussed with the ladies what could be done for that man because um, obviously when you – how can I explain this? We had met people who were strong on drugs, and they knew that one thing that could help them was to leave the environment yes. in which they were doing the drugs but they had all the excuses in the world not to do it yeah and so to find someone ready to be out of there because they knew that by staying there there it was to their demise yep uh you know we we felt like something had to be done and so we asked him but how would you go back to dallas and he shared that he could take get on the bus on a greyhound bus and so he wants uh, to be on the next thing smoking yeah, yeah. You really want to be out of there. And you know what? And the, 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 the interesting thing was we knew we don't know where we don't know where he was going, where he was mm-hmm. headed to. But we knew getting him up out of there 
I mean, would would, would be a start. Mm-hmm. It'd be a start. God was moving. So, mm-hmm. and the thing for him is I don't think he really... It was it was surprising for him to to I, I think he was thinking we would throw him a couple of dollars yes. and maybe another person would throw him a couple of dollars and then he would gather up the money to go. We were like, okay, listen, in the name of Jesus, we're gonna put you on this bus. We're gonna send you because we don't want you here either. Mm-hmm. This is where you are putting yourself in the midst of your own demise. So if we gotta get you up out of here, we will. So mm-hmm. that's what the Lord allowed us mm-hmm. to do. Yes. And to see again Brian involved in that process. Yes. To where he took him, because uh, we went twofold. I believe that, uh, I think they got on the bus while we took yeah. the car to the train Brian went with yeah, him on the bus yes. and then we took the car there. Yes. Brian was just so awesome, yes. y'all. Like, I, yes. when I say Brian just flourished, y'all, he just flourished. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to explain it. He just, he just took the authority as mm-hmm. a man and just went with it, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. He took the guy to the station, and then we actually we had him. to, we, 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 we went there, we bought the ticket, got the guy settled, and then we had to go get him some food. Yeah. So we left, grabbed him something to eat, and it took us a little while because I think things was going on in L.A., so it was a little bit of traffic. Um, grabbed him something to eat, went back to the station. Mm-hmm. I think Brian went in to give him the food, or I went in. I can't remember. I, I think both of, of us went yeah. in. Yeah, one of to us. give him the food, and then we I left out, really, yeah. and then we went back to Skid Row, mm-hmm. and then we kept going. So, yeah. MA, what happened from there? Well, one one of the blessings uh, in Skid Row was to see that ministry that we had seen a couple of times called Teen Challenge. Yes. It's, I mean, this is a staple, man. If I mean, whether you're saved, unsaved, if you've dealt with drug addiction in your family, uh, more than likely you would be familiar with this ministry. It was started by Dave Wilkerson back uh, in the, I think, 50s and 60s uh, when he came to New York to minister. Um, and it's just, they were there. Uh, doing what they do best, which is to help people find life in Christ and freedom from addiction, um, all sorts of addiction. And so they were there having an open-air service that night in the middle of Skid Row, which is another thing that we had seen a couple of times. You will find that in these areas, there are a lot of ministries there already. Mm. There are a lot of ministries working. There are a lot of ministries having church services. You have a lot of people preaching. So the kingdom is at work. In these places, it's not like we're the only ones. God mm-hmm. forbid that we ever think that of ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be like Elijah, Listen. thinking that, that I'm the only one left that's claiming your name. <laughs> Nuh-uh, buddy. I have a couple of thousands of prophets left to my name. Elijah was so true. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. but yeah. So you have tons of ministries yeah. at work. And it's always a blessing to encounter them uh, and just break, either break bread or uh, help support one another in prayer uh, worship or even financially and so for us to see Teen Challenge there it was great they had a service there a couple of people came for prayer and I believe that one of the people that was part of the ministry said something to Brian and I can't remember uh, it was a specific prophecy uh, that was prophesied out of Brian but the, uh, hopefully it was in line with what the Lord wanted to do in Brian's life that night mm. and um, yeah so with that, you know, I just <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. With that, I just see, <laughs> Lord Jesus, thank you. The growth that, you know, and I'm kind of in the place where I'm speaking ahead, just the growth going forward with what the Lord is going to do with more people like Brian mm-hmm. who don't realize what they're capable yes. of outside of the church. I, I believe it's such a two-faced 
giftedness, if that's the mm-hmm. word in the church. And I don't even think they're trying to be that way. But I believe it's a demeanor that we have in church. And then there's a demeanor that we have in the world. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it because we think we're being ourselves. But we're not living in the fullness of ourselves. There is freedom to talk about the Lord in church because everybody's talking about mm-hmm. the Lord. Because the Lord is all over the place. So now having a conversation about God is pretty pretty easy. But when you step into the world where people don't want to hear about God and it's choked, sometimes you, you kind of got to kind of put on your cool hat demeanor but whatever and it's still you'll fit god in somewhere but when you take that same attitude from church and you bring it out into the streets and you just full-blown go ahead and you just you just allow the lord to use you you will find you are at your you are at your best you are at your most mightiest point it's easy to play god in the church god's available but how easy is it to to be a vessel of the Lord, even in the midst of the world where they don't want you to mention his name. The name of Jesus could cause awkwardness. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so I believe for that it fed Brian uh in a way to where um he he he's open now to going forth mm-hmm. in, in discipling. And there's still gonna it's still gonna take some time for him to do it again and get in the midst of it again. But I, I just I just know with him and even with more people that we meet, once they get a taste of that type of ministry, you just you just you 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 you, you gotta get more. You gotta get more. Because you're like, Wow, God is free. Mm-hmm. God is in chains. God isn't this I, I'm not ridiculed. Wow. Wow. You know, so it's a, it was a blessing all for us as well mm-hmm. and for him. And it was awesome. Yeah. And there is, you know, there is an openness. Uh, the mother shared with us, actually the mother and actually Brian, because when we went to church the following day, Brian was sharing what had happened that night. And uh, you could tell uh, an amazement from the, the people there. And, and we actually were told by the mom that, you know, there would be an interest uh, for some of the youth there to be ministered in that way yeah. and discipled. And that's what we're looking forward to do. Um, and so just ahead of time, we're letting you know that we are, are planning on going to LA uh, in February of 2018. 18, yes, yes that's 2018. right. 2018, gonna be there for four weeks. And the goal, the real goal this time is really to support the local church and disciple young people to hit their, yes. their turf. Skid yes. Row is their turf. Skid yes. Row is not down Maastricht. It's down their yes. street. You know, and, and for them to be uh, equipped and encouraged in who they are. Yes. In who they are. I believe that this is what will strengthen them the most is to realize that this is who they are. That's not yes. what they're trying to be. Yes. That's what that they're trying to have. Or that's not what they're trying to do. This is who they are. Yes. Once they know it, they allow that reality to take root in their hearts and lives and and before you know it, this it is what they have can no do. Problem showing no it. problem. No, no problem. problem. And it will be done in the unique way that God has made them. And that's the most beautiful thing. We don't all minister the same way. No. Mm-hmm. The Lord made us all different for a reason. Different flavors. However, it's the same call. It's the same goal. His name is Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. So we're excited for that. Mm-hmm. So um, throughout the night, I mean, just the Lord showed up and it was, yeah, it was fabulous. And yes. so... Uh, that one man at the end. The that one there. man. Mm-hmm. So as we're leaving, after spending time with Teen Challenge, I mean, basically at church outside with Teen Challenge mm-hmm. and uh, pray for people. Oh, we see this one man, and he, he um, I think he's crying. Was no, he searching the trash. Or he was searching the trash, but 
He had a scar on his eye as if he had just been beat up. Mm-hmm. And he would no, he wasn't crying. But I grabbed, I think I like got his attention and I got him and I got in his face. And I'm looking at his face. And I don't know, the the the, the motherliness that the mm-hmm. Lord's placed mm-hmm. in me just turned on. And I'm like, what happened to your face? And I'm like saying it with the, not asking with the question mark. I'm like, what happened to your face? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's wrong? What 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 happened? And this man just starts to cry. And he's like, some guy just threw me, just picked me up and slammed me. And this guy, I'm just getting a little sad thinking about it, a little, a little emotional. Because he just broke down like a baby. And he's just crying that some guy threw him and beat him up and, and, and hurt his eye. And he was just so hurt, y'all. He was so hurt. And I was just like, oh, my God, my baby. And I said, oh, and then I, and I hugged him. I, I, I hugged him. And he put his, 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 his head on my shoulder because he was mm. a bit tall. And he's just crying. And the Lord just has me prophesying in his mm, ear mm. and just calling forth. I can't tell you specifically what I said because it's a lot of times the Lord will have me speaking to someone personally. And I just sometimes just can't remember. It's just because this Holy Spirit just talking, mm. not me. And so I'm just encouraging him and in his ear. And I'm calling out things. And, and, and he's just crying more and more and more. And I remember one of the last things that I said was, I know you're tired. It's time. Mm. And then I went to, and I I think I asked him, are you ready? I I believe I did. I asked him, are you ready? Excuse me. Then he said yes. And so then I told Brian at the time, go ahead, take it from here. Mm -hmm. So Brian grabs a hold of him, and now Brian is leading him towards Jesus. So in the midst of that, Holy Spirit told me to go. We we actually, when we have a car, (laughs) y'all, we keep bottles of water in the back in the trunk on deck. To drink, Mm -hmm. number one, well, to drink also to baptize Mm -hmm. so uh the lord led me to the trunk to grab a jug of water and um as brian was leading him to jesus he he and i'm I'm just praying in the holy spirit Mm -hmm. praying in the holy spirit and just 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 going and he's just leading him minister he's ministering to him and leading him to jesus so after he leads him to jesus i baptize him and in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit in in the name of jesus and um uh after that uh and then after that, uh, we, we hug him. I think I don't even think we gave him money. Did we give him no, anything? No. I don't think we gave him anything. We just we just we, we have, just. We may, I don't think Jess had given a Bible. I can't remember. She gave him. Yeah, she did. She yeah. gave him her Bible. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah, a Bible. And then so after that, we leave. And I mean, y'all, we're in the car, and we're just like reminiscing on what mm-hmm. just went down, and we're just celebrating. Uh, that morning we got up, went to church, and then from there we went to have brunch with uh Brian, and uh straight after brunch, after just completely finished eating, went to meet the mother <laughs> for Chinese food, and that was fun. Um, and we just encouraged each other in the Lord, and that's when uh, Lashona was just like, you know. I, you guys, she talked about the youth team and talked about the things that Brian did with the youth team. Um, and he has a strong relationship with the church's youth team. And she's just like, you guys really... And we told her about how Brian was out and what we did and, and how he flourished. And the same things we telling you, we told her. And she was just like, you know, I really feel in the spirit. You guys should... Uh, disciple and minister and teach the youth team how to do these things because they're always going out they get together they have you know dave and buster's dates they kind of have a team thing where they get together and they socialize and they've built a fellowship (laughs) to where they stay with one another uh 
in the church. And so we're like, wow, so they're already prepared to be around one another. So now we just need them to do what they really need to do, mm-hmm. which we ain't hating on fellowship. Me at me and MA, we, we fellowship a lot. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, we about our father's business first and foremost. The fellowship is after the fact. So when she encouraged us in that, we really, um, and this was something that the Lord had been calling for uh, for Edme for a while. And as you can, you know. Yeah. Make disciples. Yes, making yeah. disciples. Really, yeah. the, the, she's been, the Lord has been, been placed that in her heart. So this was wonderful for us. Mm-hmm. So we talked to Brian about it and said, can you, can you set things up? He said he could. So we went ahead and went forward with it. And now we're going there again, as we told you all before, 2018, to disciple and to teach others how to get out there and how mm-hmm. to, to, to be Jesus on earth and to be heaven on earth through him mm-hmm. so that's that's really what happened in la and it was mm-hmm. wonderful absolutely 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 so to that we look forward to give you uh um the gist of what will happen uh, a couple of months from now actually in february uh in our forward trip there and i uh, will look forward to see what's going to happen and we definitely uh are excited about the opportunity yes and yes. Sorry, you guys, this pod was a little smaller mm-hmm. because we only was there for one day. Mm-hmm. So we could only give you 30 minutes. Yeah, two days. Almost. Almost two days. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Two days. Two days if you want to count that. I say one. She says two. Potato, potato. Either way it go. <laughs> Either way it go, we're excited to go back and excited to give you guys more. But until then, uh, we thank you for listening. And I want to just say a quick prayer over mm-hmm. you guys. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you right now for every evangelist hearing this i'm calling forth every evangelist i'm calling forth every minister i'm calling forth every christian every person who claims jesus as their lord and their savior father i'm calling them forth now lord that they will let the seed that you've placed in them flourish i pray that what they're listening to is the water and the sunshine that it may grow and come up out of them and that you may harvest it and that word may manifest fruit in the name of Jesus, Lord. I just thank you right now um, for encouragement to where they know I can do this. I can minister. Mm-hmm. I can I can talk about Jesus. I can do it. Not only with what I well, how I live, but even the words that come out of my yes. mouth can minister yes. to my Lord and my Savior. I can do it. Lord, I pray that they just get that through their heads in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. And I just want to say to you guys, you can do it. If you claim Jesus as Lord, you can do it. You can do it. And you'd be surprised what they need to hear. Mm -hmm. Let God use you as the vessel that at the right time, when they need to hear something from the Lord, God can use you to speak to them. And it could possibly change their lives. Mm -hmm. I believe in the name of Jesus, we have been able to change lives because we we let the Lord use us. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Because someone let God use them, my life was changed Mm -hmm. forever. My life was changed Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. And I will never be the same because of that. Mm -hmm. This is what you can do through Christ Jesus. You can change a life. You can save a life. Yes. You can save a life. Could you imagine meeting someone who wants to kill themselves one day and then you speak with us, says the Lord, and they decide, you know what, I'm not going to kill myself. Maybe I'll just live. Maybe I'll just give myself a little bit more time. It may not seem like much, but it's big. It's big in the greater scheme of things. It's big. Your little job can be big 
in the greatest scheme of the kingdom of God. Trust me. So I just want to encourage you guys. And we bless you. Yes. And we love you. And we get wish you a good day. Bye.